What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Disney Plus Informer Podcast, your source for all the latest news, rumors, reviews, and more about Disney Plus and beyond. This is episode 80 for the week of January 21st, 2024. Happy New Year. I think it's not too late to say that. I'm your host, Justin Eddie, alongside my co-host, Michelle Beck. Hello. You be sure to follow along each and every week, and we're going to keep you updated with all the information that you need as we cover Disney+, Plus, Hulu, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, and so much more. Let's get started. In case you missed it, Searchlight Pictures has dropped Magazine Dreams, starring Jonathan Majors. The Ghost and Molly McGee is ending after two seasons and a Wizards of Waverly Place uh, revival is in the works at Disney with Selena Gomez and David Henry and so much more. We're going to discuss those stories, let you know what's new on Disney Plus this week, and bring you our top 10 posts for the week in our 10 and 10 News Blast segment where we fill you in on all the Disney Plus happenings in about 10 minutes. All this and more is coming at you next. Welcome back, everyone. It has been a minute. Let's kick things off with what's new on Disney Plus this week. Highlights include another episode of Percy Jackson and the Olympians is now available around the world on Disney Plus in the UK. All episodes of The Artful Dodger are now available on Hulu in the U.S. and Disney Plus in Canada. The first two episodes of the murder, mystery, death, and other details are now streaming. Uh, later in this episode, Michelle is going to give her a uh, her review of Echo, which came out on Disney Plus on January 9th. But up first, uh, Searchlight Pictures has dropped. Magazine Dreams starring Jonathan Majors. This is not surprising whatsoever, but what are the details on that, Michelle? Yeah, so it's been a year since uh, Searchlight Pictures acquired Magazine Dreams. This does star Jonathan Majors, and the studio has quietly returned the rights of the movie back to the filmmakers. And so now they have to shop it to other buyers. And this move comes, of course, if you've been watching the news, uh, Majors was convicted of assault and harassment of his uh, ex-girlfriend. So, um... No other buyers have picked it up yet, so we'll have to stay tuned. But this movie follows aspiring bodybuilder Killian Maddox, who struggles to find human connection in this exploration of celebrity and violence. Nothing deters him from his fiercely protected dream of superstardom, not even the doctors who warn him of the permanent damage he causes to himself with his quest. Permanent damage to yourself. Interesting. Um, yeah, that is definitely not a surprise. Uh, I doubt that anyone picks that up anytime soon. Uh, up next, uh, The Ghost and Molly McGee. That's ending after a uh, two-season run, so fill us in there. Yeah, so this is a Disney Channel show. Um, this kind of came as a surprise, but last weekend, the season two finale episode, which was titled The End, appropriately, was released on Disney Channel last weekend, and then Bill Motz, who is the co-creator and executive producer of the show, took to social media to confirm the news. So uh, he said, Bob and I want to express our profound thanks to uh, Disney for every single person who graced our show with their talent. Without you, Molly would just be another idea swimming around our heads. 
We hope that the ghost in Molly McGee has brought you joy and that you always keep a little Molly McGee in your spirit as you unhappify your family, friends, communities, and world. So you can watch season one of The Ghost and Molly McGee. It's available to stream now on Disney+. And some episodes of season two are also available to stream now on Disney+, Plus in the U.S. and Australia. And the second season is also now streaming on Canada. Uh, finally, a Wizards of Waverly Place revival is in the works at Disney with Selena Gomez and David Henry. Tell us more about that one. That sounds big. Yeah, so Disney Channel has ordered a pilot with the hopes to revive the comedy uh, for a sequel series. Uh, The show's original stars, David Henry and Selena Gomez, will uh, be executive producers and appear on screen in the pilot episode. Uh, Henry will reprise the role of Justin Russo, while Gomez will once again play Alex Russo. Additional cast for the plot includes Janice Leanne Brown, Elkyle Thiel, and Mimi Giannopoulos. The pilot picks up after a mysterious incident at WizTech where an adult Justin Russo has left his wizard powers behind, opting for normal human life with his wife and two sons. But he gets a surprise when a powerful young wizard in need of training shows up at his door and Justin must embrace his past to ensure the future of the wizard world. It's unclear if Gomez or Henry will have, um, if the series does get picked up, if they'll have any role moving forward, but they will be in the pilot episode. Uh, The original Wizards of Waverly Place aired for four seasons on Disney Channel between 2007 and 2012. It also has a movie that's available to uh, stream on Disney Plus along with all four seasons. I know that was kind of popular uh, mm-hmm. back in the day. I never saw a single episode of it, uh, but I know that it was popular. Uh, but as a reminder, you can find links to all of these articles and everything that you ever want to know about all of these upcoming shows and all the rumors and all that good stuff. You can find those articles on our website, which is DisneyPlusInformer.com. And now is as good a time as any to announce that it's time for us to do our News Blast segment. Michelle, please go first. Okay, so the premiere episode of Percy Jackson and the Olympians has now amassed 26.2 million views in its first three weeks on Disney Plus and Hulu. That's double the viewership it managed in its first week. So according to Disney, all five available episodes have surpassed 10 million views in their first week on the platform, which seems to stay in line with the premiere's initial viewership, though some decline is very usual and expected as the seasons progresses. The first six episodes of Percy Jackson are available to stream now on Disney+. New episodes come out every Tuesday evening through January 30th. It was no surprise that that was going to be a big, big hit. Um, Here's one. I don't know if it's going to be a big hit or not, but I so, so desperately want one. Uh, Beginning February 2nd, fans will be able to experience Disney's iconic stories like never before with Disney Plus on the Apple Vision Pro Apple's revolutionary spatial computer offering Disney Plus subscribers with a Vision Pro device in a new way to stream entertainment at no additional cost. 
At Disney, we are constantly searching for new ways to entertain, inform, and inspire by combining exceptional creativity with groundbreaking technology to create truly remarkable experiences, said Bob Iger, CEO of the Walt Disney Company. Apple Vision Pro is a revolutionary platform that will bring our fans closer to the characters and stories they love while immersing them more deeply in all that Disney has to offer. We're proud to once again be partnering with Apple to bring extraordinary new Disney experiences to people around the world. At launch, viewers can transform their space into one of four Disney Plus environments, bringing them even closer to the story. Each environment includes animations and sounds that make the space feel alive and Easter eggs from films and franchises that will surprise and delight fans. Uh, for more information about all this uh, good stuff for Disney Plus on the Apple Vision Pro, you can visit DisneyPlus.com slash backslash uh, Apple Vision Pro. This thing looks so, so cool, and I know pre-orders just started, I think, yesterday, maybe. This, this It's so expensive, though. It's like $3,500 plus tax. So, Did you pre-order one? Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I I wish. <laughs> Someday. A new documentary about the Brat Pack from ABC News Studios, Neon, and Network Entertainment is in development, which will debut on Hulu later this year. Andrew McCarthy wrote and directed the feature doc Brats, which centers on the group of young stars that dominated the 80s box office. Bratz explores the cultural phenomenon of films such as St. Elmo's Fire and The Breakfast Club that tapped into teenage angst and connected with young audiences in a way that had never been done before. The films earned a cult-like following, but the Brat Pack label would impact the young actors' careers in unexpected ways for decades to come. The documentary will include interviews with Rob Lowe, Demi Moore, Ali Sheedy, Emilio Estevez, and other stars Emilio. of classic 80s films. And according to The Hollywood Reporter, the doc will feature McCarthy, whose Brat Pack credits include Pretty in Pink and Less Than Zero, and interviewing stars like Rob Lowe, Demi Moore, Ali Sheedy, Emilio Estevez, John Cryer, Leah Thompson, and Timothy Hunton, uh, Hutton, among others. Filmmakers will also be featured in the doc, as well as David Bloom, who first coined the term Brat Pack, in a 1985 New York Magazine cover story. I love all those films, the Brat Pack films. I feel like they still uh, stand up and uh, stood the test of time. Um, oh, they're, they're so still good. Kinda, yeah, they're still really good. Do you Did you notice a name that was missing from all of that? No. From the, Molly Ringwald. Oh, she's... I, I wonder if she'll be in it. She, doesn't she have to be? I mean, come on. I mean... She she was like the Brat Pack, I mean, uh -huh. right? <laughs> um, since its announcement in July 2022, Daredevil Born Again has certainly had a rocky journey. The production faced numerous challenges, including strikes leading to shutdowns and a complete overhaul of the creative team. Earlier this year, The Hollywood Reporter stated that Deborah Ann Wool and Eldon Henson, who portrayed Karen Page and Foggy Nelson in the original Daredevil series, would not be returning. According to reports, Marvel Studios reviewed existing footage of Daredevil Born Again, 
which spanned multiple episodes and decided to pursue a new creative direction for the show. That's never a very great sign. Uh, consequently, head writers Chris Ord and Matt Corman left the series. Directors Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead, known for their work on Moon Knight and Loki Season 2, are now set to direct all remaining episodes of Daredevil Born Again's first season. Following this creative shift, Eldon Henson and Deborah Anwell are now expected to reprise their roles as Foggy Nelson and Karen Page, respectively, in the upcoming series. While it's still unclear how many episodes they will appear in, ranging from cameos to potentially being series regulars, their return in some capacity is now expected. This uh, report comes via Daniel RPK and Jeff Snyder, who are generally regarded as reliable industry insiders. Additionally, the report provides insights into the structure of Daredevil Born Again, indicating that the series is tentatively planned to be divided into two halves, each consisting of nine episodes. The existing footage from Daredevil Born Again reportedly comprises about six episodes following the creative overhaul, a new pilot episode, and two additional episodes are apparently being added. Oh, it's man. It's a lot. That's, yeah. That's just... But if this is true, that makes me so happy because when they... I, w- I hated it when I... When yeah, they said that they I mean, you kind of expect them, them. I mean, that was like a, you know, they were so much a part of that show where they'd be noticeably missed. That, that was... Th- my favorite like marvel series mm-hmm. to date pretty much by far and and you've got john bernthal coming back too so i mean I, what just, were they doing I like i i would love to have been a fly on the wall with what was going on with that <laughs> series because it sounds like they were just yeah con- but i mean the fans wanted them there and it kind of sounds like maybe they're starting to listen to what the fans want instead like you, of doing what you can't they mess want. that up like yeah. come on what are you thinking okay Marvel Studios' She-Hulk Attorney at Law debuted on Disney Plus in August 2022. The series has not yet been renewed for a second season. And according to a new report, a season two seems unlikely. The news comes from She-Hulk star Tatiana Maslany, who shared the update during Codenames Live, the new class Twitch live stream. And when asked, should we hope for a season two? Maslany replied, I don't think so. I think we blew our budget. And Disney was like, no thanks. So right now, doesn't seem that's likely. But uh, in the meantime, all episodes from season one are available to stream now on Disney+. Plus. It's because that show cost way too much money and was not a good enough hit for the return on that much money that it cost. And the CGI, and it was kind of weird. The CGI I, was a little weird. It was, I, I kind of really hated that series a little bit towards the beginning but then it like grew on me in a weird way it had some really like it it got better but it was still weird uh anyway in early january lucasfilm announced the development of a film based on the hit disney plus original series the mandalorian for theatrical release john favreau is directing the film and he along with kathleen kennedy and dave filoni are producing it The team plans to start production of The Mandalorian and Grogu in 2024. Following the movie announcement, the future of The Mandalorian Season 4 is unclear, though, uh, with new reports indicating that another Disney Plus installment is not a certainty. Uh, Will The Mandalorian Season 4 happen? According to The Hollywood Reporter, the scripts for Season 4 were completed before last year's Hollywood Strikes. 
However, the future of season four now reportedly hinges on the success of the Mandalorian and Grogu film. If the movie proves successful, Din Djarin's and Grogu's story will likely continue in movie sequels rather than in future seasons. That doesn't surprise me because if they have a hit movie on their on their hands, they're gonna right. make another movie. Like if that pulls in half a billion dollars I mean, or something at the box been office. pretty consistent with uh, doing really well and has a pretty good fan base. Yep. So remains to be seen. Um, I'll take more Mandalorian any way we can get it though. So maybe, maybe a, a good couple of shorter solid movies would be a better way to go in mm-hmm. the future. So just so it doesn't overstay its welcome, kind of like how I'm talking too much for this segment and it, should be your I turn. Think, I think it's been 10 minutes. Okay. Okay. The Critics' Choice Association announced the winners of the 2024 Critics' Choice Awards, and the Walt Disney Company won seven awards across five of its content brands and studios. So Emma Stone won Best Actress for Poor Things, and then, of course, FX's uh, The Bear had, uh, they won Best Comedy Series, Best Actor in a Comedy Series, Best Actress in a Comedy Series and Best Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series. And then Meryl Streep won Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series for Only Murders in the Building. And Quiz Lady took home Best Movie Made for Television. Critics' Choice. Disney Entertainment uh, won 37 Primetime Emmy Awards. Take that, Critics' Choice, <laughs> including 10 wins for my favorite show ever, The Bear. That was so good. Um, it, it's it's kind of funny to me, though, Like, and I get it that, it, like, yes, it, it does have comedy elements, but it won't, like, it, it, yeah, I it's like, it, 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 it cleans house in, like, any, any kind of, like, comedy series or whatever, but, like, Actually, like that was like a lot of drama and like anxiety inducing. Yeah, I don't think of it as a comedy. Yeah, I I don't either. But well done. That that show is just absolutely amazing. And season two was phenomenal. Uh, Like I said, ten wins for that um, out of those thirty-seven. So um, there you go. All right, Searchlight Pictures' upcoming film Suncoast will debut at the Sundance Film Festival on January 21st and will then have a short theatrical release before releasing on streaming platforms. So Suncoast will be released in select Los Angeles and New York theaters on February 2nd, as well as in additional markets including Tampa, Phoenix, Kansas City, Denver, Dallas, Chicago, Philadelphia, and Miami. The film will then begin... Begins streaming exclusively on Disney streaming platforms beginning on February 9th on Hulu in the United States, Star Plus in Latin America, and Disney Plus in all other territories. The film stars Academy Award nominees Laura Linney and Woody Harrelson, and it's inspired by Chin's own life experience from the early 2000s and follows a teenager living with her strong-willed mother who must take her brother to live at a specialized facility. There, she strikes up an unlikely friendship with an eccentric activist amidst protests surrounding controversial medical cases. Okay, finally for me, a Disney has announced that Season 3 of the animated series Mickey Mouse Funhouse is going to premiere on Friday, February 23rd on Disney Junior. That's 8.30 a.m. Central, 9.30 a.m. Eastern and Pacific, 
and on Disney Channel at 10.30 a.m. Eastern and Pacific, and will begin rolling out on Disney Plus later this year in the third season. Mickey, Minnie, and their friends embark on more imaginative journeys through the magical doors of the funny of Funny the Funhouse, voiced by Harvey Guillen, returning them to places like the Enchanted Rainforest and the Old West, and taking them to new locales like Movie Magic Land, as well as culturally rich locations like Armenia, Korea, and India. That sounds like it will be great for children. Uh, Review time, Michelle, I have not had the pleasure of watching any of these yet. Mm -hmm. Echo, Echo, Echo. Yeah, let's talk Echo. So let's talk Echo. I've I've I loved um, Hawkeye, which mm-hmm. introduced Echo to me. Um, I, yeah, I, that's I the first that time I, we saw. I liked that Milo character. I, I liked that character in that series. I, it's very very interesting. Uh, deaf character. Um, deaf and, Native American character. So, so got some really interesting. Um, uh, nuances to that character uh we've got some returning characters in this series we've got uh, that, wilson fist aka me. kingpin we've got uh matt murdoch daredevil so um, I, I i'm surprised i haven't yet i just haven't i've been busy so tell me everything i need to know about echo uh so that i can when i do finally have time um what can i expect yeah, so Echo, first of all, it's five episodes, and all five episodes are streaming now globally on Disney+. Plus. Additionally, they are available on Hulu until April 9th. So just two things to point out right off the bat is this is the first Marvel series uh, on Disney+. Plus that's under what they call the Marvel Spotlight Banner. And what this basically means is that you don't need any prior mar- Marvel knowledge. You don't have to watch any films, shows, whatever to enjoy this. It's kind of encapsulated into its own thing. Okay. Um, the second is is that this is the first series on, Marvel series on Disney Plus uh, that's rated TV mature. Oh. So, uh, and right away, you are going to notice this. Yeah, that, that's a little bit more brutal. It's a little bit more violent, a little bit more bloody um, than what we're, we're used to seeing with the regular Marvel series that we've seen so far. That aside, so first of all, so what is this about? So um, Maya Lopez, who is played by Alqua Cox, um, she is pursued by Wilson Fisk uh, and his criminal empire. Um, and that journey brings her back home and she must confront her own family and legacy. As uh, we said, that uh, that character, Maya Lopez, is deaf. She's Native American. And um, we were first introduced to her in Hawkeye. And at the end of Hawkeye, you may remember she shot Wilson Fisk. And this character was kind of like a dad figure to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and we found out that he was actually responsible for her father's death. So she felt very betrayed by him. And she went to go take revenge against Wilson Fisk. And now she's kind of on the run from him. And she returns back to her roots. Um, and that's where we find her. So this series is very action-packed. Um, those who we knew that Daredevil was going to show up in the series, those who are hoping 
that they're going to see a lot of Matt Murdock or Daredevil. Don't get your hopes up too high. He is in the first episode. There is a fight scene with him that w- that's incredible, but he's not very, uh, he, he doesn't have much as a uh, presence as Fisk or Kingpin has in this series. And okay. one of the things that is really cool to see is this father daughter dynamic that unfolds as we do flashbacks and stuff with Maya to see the relationship build and everything. But bottom line is I love the characters in Echo. This is one of my favorite Marvel series. I enjoyed the action sequences. I enjoyed that it was dark and gritty, and but it was also highly addictive. Um, I think you can just kind of watch the series. You don't have to have any prior knowledge or anything. Um, yes, she was in Hawkeye. Yes, if you saw Hawkeye, it might help, but you don't need to know anything about that. And actually, it kind of starts off and kind of um, does flashbacks to that to pull you in um, and kind of do a recap. So based on that, I would give this an eight. I would highly recommend it. We also, I got to interview the cinematographer uh, for the series. Her name is uh, Kira Kelly. And that was, um, I've got a written article up on the website if you want to check that out. But that was very interesting to see the techniques and the tools and the way they film this, um, especially because it was so um, heavy in American Sign Language. And how do you film that when you want to do close-ups of the character's face, oh, yeah. but also get the, you have to have the hands involved and, and the way they pulled that off. So uh, really interesting and actually fascinating. So to make sure you check that out too. Um, but yeah, I would definitely recommend it. Very good. I'll uh, definitely make sure that that is on one of my, uh, that's on my short uh, to-do list. Uh, someday I'll, I'll get around and I'll, I'll stop having these lists of things that I have <laughs> to watch. And I'll just, I think what I need to do, the problem is, is that I need things like this Apple Vision Pro that's $3,500. Oh, that's how you're going to justify it, right? Well, but I have to work so that I can have that and I want to watch these shows on it and I need to work and there's not enough time to do all that while I'm working. So I got to figure out a way to get the money without having to work so that I can have that thing so I can watch these without yep, working. Sounds like you're going to be busy for the next few hours. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm working on a plan. So um, anyway, that's going to do it for this episode. We thank you for coming back and listening. We will talk to you next time. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. We'd totally be appreciative of that. Be sure to visit our website at DisneyPlusInformer.com. That's where you find all the latest news, rumors, reviews, release schedules, and more. You can email the podcast at podcast at DisneyPlusInformer.com. You can also follow us on X. I guess that's formerly known as Twitter. That's at more Disney Plus. You can stop by and visit the Facebook page, too. Let's see you there. Until next time. See you later. Bye.